Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and listeners of podcasts throughout the world. We are the Sidetracked Sleppies. Hello. I'm Bryson. And And I'm Luke. (laughs) Luke, tell us a little bit about yourself. (laughs) Just jumping right in. Just jump right in. Who is Luke? So, I'm between the age of 25 and 30. (laughs) (laughs) And I live in Pennsylvania, one of the uh, best states for railroading and for roller coasters. Not too much for NASCAR, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. But we got Pocono. I am, we got Pocono, but Pocono's a, it's an okay track. But, um, yeah, I am an engineer, specifically in quali- quality. There, I already, I already uh, messed up too, but I'm in quality, stuttering. <laughs> and I work at a plastics facility, so it's uh, very interesting. We make plastic caps and we basically uh produce a worthless item because pretty much all of them get thrown away at some point and have nothing to do with the actual end application at our customers so it's kind of a thankless job in a worthless industry but you're not a train engineer i'm not a train engineer no no i'm a quality engineer um which is a little bit uh different but don't really feel like being a train engineer, conductor, whatever you want to call them right now, because I'm sure we'll talk about that at some point. Yeah, we probably will be getting into that at some point. Now, Bryson. Yes, Luke. I th- let's 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 talk about you now. So, I I hear you actually do stuff with trains, right? Big trains, little trains, little trains oh, most of the okay. time. I am Bryson. Um, I work for a media company, and I edit a certain model railroad publication. I am not the editor, but I am an associate editor. One day he'll be the editor. Oh, wait. Everybody hold on. I have the Horseshoe Curve webcam on. We have our first train up the podcast heading uphill. This is a historic moment. The first train... On the Horseshoe Curve webcam of the it podcast. Yep, it, yeah, yes. So, during the podcast, whenever we're re- when we are recording, I will have the Horseshoe Curve uh, rail cam up, and we will have an ongoing count of the trains that went by. Um, it's currently 11.19 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so it, it's kind of dark on the uh, cam, but you can still make out what it is. We've got a westbound intermodal. And um, I will work on getting the information of this train um, while Bryson talks more about his life and what he does. Yeah, so I work for a model railroad media company. I'm an associate editor. I am uh, I work in both the print side and the digital side, and I am talent on videos. Um, do not work with as many numbers as Luke does, but I thoroughly enjoy... What I do, I have worked in multiple parts of the model railroad industry. I've worked in the retail side. I've worked in the wholesale distribution side. And now I work in the media or publication side. Um, 
And kind of what we'll talk about, since, you know, we are the sidetracked Sleppies, and why we got that name. Um, We both have very similar hobbies, so we're both into trains, we're both into NASCAR. Well, Luke has been into NASCAR for a while, he's getting me... I'm I'm slowly getting him into it. I shouldn't say slowly, you... Oh, I'm diving head first. You've embraced it, uh... Pretty quickly. Yes, yes. Got a lot of tracks on our schedule this year that we're going to go to, so. Starting with? Oh, starting with Talladega. Talladega in a and few what? weeks. I was going to say, it's like three weeks, I think. Yeah, it's, yeah, three weeks. It's not far from, from now. 22nd. Mm-mm. It'll be my first time at Talladega as well. Always been a bucket, li- bucket <laughs> list track. And, uh, yeah, I'm really excited for this one. And, uh. Get Bryson down there, too. It'll be a good time. And we're also into roller coasters. Probably Bryson more. He knows more, he knows more like, stats and stuff and background stuff. I just like to ride them for the most part. Yeah, I was, but... a, I was a ride operator at Kings Island during the summer of 2020, the COVID summer. And that was one of the best jobs I've ever had. So that was... What what area did you work in? <laughs> so, my home area was in the Planet Snoopy Children's area of the park. The first ride I was actually ever trained on was Flying Ace Aerial Chase, the Vacoma Family Inverted Coaster. Um, but throughout my year there, I was trained at about half the rides in the park. Not trained all the way up to drive. I was trained on drive position which is you know the main operator position for my group of rides which was just a few flat rides and flying ace but yeah it's pretty cool i worked at a lot of the rides in the park and so yeah i i love riding i loved operating you know it's the mechanics behind all that is really cool and so the fact that these are our you know, main hobbies is why we decided the name Sidetracked Sleppies. Because we are into these hobbies. They all have sidetracks of some kind. You know, with NASCAR, you have Pit Road. With, you got Pit Road, yep. With roller coasters, you have your, you know, your your maintenance tracks, your transfer table tracks your your side tracks yeah yeah. your side tracks and for railroads you have sidings quite literally side tracks side track it's a side track and then yeah just anything else we decide to talk about could be very random and if you couldn't tell uh we get sidetracked a lot so speaking of speaking of that we're gonna get sidetracked right away off the top okay what's up so so i have in my hand right now a sheets coffee an iced coffee. Um, they just came out with like 10 flavors. So Sheets is a uh, Pennsylvania uh, gas station. It's, it's in other states, but it's from uh, the Altoona area. The best gas and, station ever. Yeah, they, they do. They make a lot of uh, interesting stuff. They do a lot with like uh, made to order food and stuff. So it's very big around here. They called they we we call ourselves uh, sheets freaks. Yes, we are both um, sheets freaks. Even we though we are both sheets freaks, my my point system on their app says that I am an official sheets freak. 
And Sheets has sent both of us merch throughout yes. the years. Yes. We I what did I get? I got that handball game. Yeah. That you yeah, I don't think I've ever played it. It's up at the cottage <laughs> though, so we can figure that out at some point. I have a blanket and yeah. I have a t shirt. Yes. I might do. have something else, but we are both Sheets you know freaks. What? You know what else is uh, interesting about that? I, I won mine by telling them. They wanted to know like what people were doing for Memorial Day weekend. I said, I'm going down to uh, North Carolina to Charlotte to go see the uh, NASCAR race. And they're like, well, that's pretty cool. Here, take take a handball handball net game, whatever. Spike ball. Spike that's ball. It. Spike yeah, ball. spike ball. That's it. A spike ball game um, with you. And I was like, sure, thanks. <laughs> anyways, anyways, back to this. So I have... The they have like ten different flavors that came out. Some of them are pretty basic, like your mochas and your vanillas. But then they got some like pretty crazy ones. I wouldn't call this one pretty crazy, but it's called birthday cake, and I've never Ooh. had it before. So I'm gonna uh, try it right now and uh, give a rating on it. So let's 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 try it. This sounds very sugary to me. Very sweet. You know. I like it. It's pretty good. Okay. Um, I can I can taste the cake and the birthday in it. So, <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it, it 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 tastes pretty good. Let me, let me get another sip here. Let me get a actually let me get a gulp in. Yeah, I want a I want a one through ten rating on this coffee. Yeah. So like, the packaging on it's pink on the front. So it like reminds me of like the pink frosting, which I guess is probably what I'm associating the taste with like you know like a frosting taste pretty good um on a scale of one to ten um i'd probably give it a solid eight okay that's respectable like like nothing nothing too crazy the best one i had so far which is probably the most one of the weirder ones was uh cinnabon like cinnamon mm. buns or whatever. I think it was called yeah. cinnamon, bu- cinnamon buns or something. And dude, it was so good. Like, I thought it was going to be like a little bit over cinnamon, cinnamony, I guess, a little strong, but it was just perfect. Like, you could taste the cinnamon and the bun. It's just amazing. It was really good. That that one's probably been my favorite one so far. But yeah, uh, birthday cake, Sheets Ice Coffee. Interesting. If you have it, yeah, if you have a Sheets card, I think it's like. Uh, two for five dollars. You can get two cans for five bucks. Don't quote me on that though, because they might not be doing that when you hear me <laughs> when you hear this podcast. If you even listen to it, um, it says. But yeah, pretty good. Now I'll be up to like two a.m. <laughs> well, yeah, you need that so we can do this podcast and you can count trains at what is eleven twenty-seven yeah. Eastern Standard yeah, Time. I'm still I'm still trying to figure out that uh, what intermodal that was. Um, Looks like I can't find anything about it on what what it was actually. Had so, a mid DP had a mid DPU with a BNSF engine on it, so you'd think it'd be easy to figure out. But I am not finding anything on it posted today about it on Facebook groups or on um, the Horseshoe Curve blog. So, so Luke, you are drinking the Sheets iced coffee. I yes. don't live in Sheetsland. Which is unfortunate. Very unfortunate. I mean, I didn't live in Sheets Land for a little bit, too, and I'm glad to be back because it's wonderful. There's one, like, five minutes from my house. It's it's just wonderful. My closest is a few hours away. Now, I live in the Quick Trip Land, which 
I love you, Quick Trip. You're wonderful. But I love sheets more. Are we just going to jump in this right now? We might as well. What? What's? Let's say, I don't know. Can you name your top five uh, gas stations? Top five for, gas stations for for like food or just stopping and you know good bathrooms, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so let's do this. Um, let's do it right off the bat. I'll give my five, then you give your five. Is that okay? Gonna, yeah, that's fine. Okay. So my top is going to be Quick Trip, one hundred percent, or not Quick Trip. Sorry, I'm already I was off to say, a bad. You note. meant sheets. You my meant top. Sheets. My top is sheets. My second is Quick Trip. Okay. Um, my third is probably Bucky's. Ooh. I but know. You've only been to Bucky's once. I've only been to Bucky's once, but I, I feel like it I was can a, get it was into a good, Bucky's. It was a good experience. A good experience. We were there for like an hour. <laughs> well, well, that's because yeah, I had an emergency as yes. well. <laughs> um, and then thir- fourth would be Casey's. Fourth is Casey's, okay. Fourth is Casey's, and that is purely because of both bathrooms and the Mountain Dew. They have a Casey's, like, overdrive. I think that's their, their flavor of Mountain Dew. That is that is pure nectar of the gods. Yeah. And then... Yeah, I know. We had a, yeah, we just stopped there all the time for you. <laughs> and then fifth, uh, Speedway? Speedway. Speedway. Why is that? Why is I, that? I grew up on Speedway. Like, guess, of yeah. any rewards card that I have, Speedway is my longest going. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's simple, right? Like, yeah. I I remember back in the day when I was volunteering at the Northwest Ohio Railroad Preservation, there's a Speedway right across the street. I go in, I get one a few of those cheeseburger roll dogs, like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, get a pop. That was mm-hmm. lunch. Um, mm-hmm. I don't eat Speedway food much anymore, but speedway is yeah i don't i don't think i've ever had food from speedway to be honest i don't think i've ever ordered anything food wise i mean not that they really have a big mto or anything no and they they have some rest or some like speedways that have they'll make food to order kind of like the casey's yeah mto area yeah was that your five? That was my five. What are your that five? Was, that was your five? Well, I'm going to start from five and work my way up. Okay, that works. So so five is going to be Love's Travel Stops. Okay. Those, they're doing a really good promotion right now with 10 cents off gas. So, But it's only until like the end of April here. So we got one more month. But yeah, uh, there's a Love's. So I they have really good bathrooms. I always yeah. enjoy their bathrooms. Yeah. They, they usually got cheap cheaper cheaper gas than uh other gas stations around them usually so that's my number five number four is casey's okay um i did like their pizza their pizza would be good not all the time but you know i would every every once in a while i get a pizza from casey's never really ventured out to get any other type of food from them i would usually just go for their pizza sometimes i'd get their sub it was okay nothing crazy but their pizzas were pretty solid I had and a boss it, that swore by Casey's Pizza. I mean, it, it, I mean, it's fine. It's good. It's 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 not bad. It's usually not bad. It's just a it's a pizza. It's a gas yeah. station pizza. Yes. Yeah. Nothing crazy. Oh, hold on. We got a second train. Coming a second down the train through the horseshoe curve. Already. Oh man, this is a. Oh, you know what this is? Now this is a special type of train here, Bryson. Is this, this a John Deere train? No, this is a ballast cleaner train. Oh, low ram with 
It's not Loram, no. It's those yellow, you know, those yellow bay cars? Herzog? That, that's not Herzog, but it has the, uh, you know, usually the first car or the last car is the actual ballast cleaning car with the big, like, uh, rotating wheel on it where they scoop it up and clean it through. Yeah. That's, that's what's going by right now on uh, track one, eastbound, down downhill. Um, yep, there's the back end there with that with that car. Oh, wait, no, there's more. Oh, my. This might be a double. So that's interesting. Anyways, so back to, uh, so I had Casey's at four. Uh, number three is, this will kind of maybe give away my area a little bit. Get-Go is number three. Uh, you can get, Get-Go's pretty no, widespread. Yeah, get, Get-Go is pretty widespread now. Um, yeah, I don't think you're doxing yourself too too much yet. <laughs> well, wait until I get the number two. Oh my gosh, we have a we, ladies and gentlemen, we have a train race on the horseshoe curve. For, a train race? Oh my! Yes, for eastbounds, there is a second eastbound going downhill now. Again, it's nighttime, so I can't really see what the engines are. But it's a inner milk train going downhill on track two, catching up to the uh, the uh, ballast train on track one. Oh man, we have a busy night. Um, so yeah, Gecko is number three. Um, my favorite item there is their, I, I forget what it, it exactly is called, but it is the uh, their buffalo chicken sandwich. They have some special name, you know, but I can't remember off the top of my head, but that's usually what I get there. Buffalo chicken sandwich. They got a good, good sandwich. Um, number two, this one will probably give away, uh, my area a little bit. It is country fair, or as we call it, co-fair. There is one on every single block, um, (laughs) uh, literally every single block. They pretty much own this town, own this city, and the surrounding areas. Um, they got good grab-and-go food, um, and I, I will say their, their subs are they are fresh. They're very good. The they have like a little deli inside too. Um, it's kind of hit or miss with some stores, though. You have to watch because uh, with a lot of the older stores, they don't have as much options, I guess, because it's smaller and it wasn't, I guess, originally designed or thought of to do made-to-order stuff. So you have to watch what store you go to. Um, but if you go to like one of the newer ones, the bigger ones, they have a lot more options. And that number one is Sheets, obviously. Come on, Sheets. Yeah. But Sheets, Sheets, uh, please sponsor us. Uh, yeah, I mean, hey, we'll we'll talk good about you all the time, Sheets. We'll have nothing bad. <laughs> we to will say. never have anything bad to say about Sheets. Sheets is just like Sheets is just like a co-fair, country fair. They in, in Altoona there. They 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 have a there's a Sheets on every block in Altoona. It's amazing. But yeah, so there. Those were our top five gas stations. Yeah, let me see if I can figure out what these trains are still. I'm kind of upset. Okay, so the first one, the first westbound one that we saw was 27G. That was the first one we saw. Had a ES44AC and a Dash 9 leading and a, a BNSF engine. It doesn't say what the BNSF engine was. I'm assuming some type of Jivo, and then another Dash 9 um, for the mid-DPUs. Well, there you go. You have a train count of three now. Three so far, yeah. 
three trains so far That's on pretty the good. HSC at 11.30 at night. Yeah. On a Saturday. That's, wow. That's pretty, that's pretty good. But, um, yeah. So we've talked about our, uh, our hobbies. Those are a, a majority of our hobbies. A few others that we'll probably get into here. Um, I wouldn't say it's a hobby, but music. We both, you know... Yeah. We were literally last night making a playlist for our NASCAR trip down to Talladega. Yeah. So we have both gotten each other into certain bands and certain genres here. Yeah, he's still working on country with me. I'm a little... Yeah, I'm I mean, trying, to, trying to get Luke to listen to some more country music. Yeah, I'll listen to it, but I, I, we'll see what happens when you take when we go down to Alabama. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll who, who see, we see uh, Swindle. Cole Swindell down there in Talladega. We'll, <laughs> Cole, uh, Cole Swindle. <laughs> Cole Swindell down in Alabama. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we'll, I've never, we'll I've never actually, is. I've never actually been to a true con- uh, country concert. So been to a few. So it's it's fun. Um, weather, you know, we're both some weather geeks. Weather geeks, obviously not meteorologists, but. Hey, maybe we'll have a meteorologist on to talk about the weather sometime. Yeah, I always try to get pictures of lightning and stuff and just going out when there's bad storms going through like how there were today this afternoon. It's kind of And it's I just, think we'll talk about fun. that in a little bit. Yeah, it's just fun trying to get hit by lightning. Yeah, or <laughs> in my case, get hit by a tornado. Yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's right. So, those are some of our hobbies. There's probably more we're not talking about but like i said we get sidetracked that'll come up in a future episode oh yeah so luke yes you were telling me about a article that you were reading oh yeah about (laughs) the six best amtrak routes routes however you want to say that i say routes or people people i say route are weird it was passenger in north america right it was it wasn't just amtrak yeah, so it's a it's from Thrillist.com. Okay. Um, oh, sorry, this I'm hiccuping on my uh, birthday cake here, but um, it was published yesterday. So yesterday was March thirty first, twenty twenty three. So the title is the six Amtrak routes uh, that were just named the best train lines in the U.S. Okay. And and this is what this is what it says. It says under the best of the best category, which praises the overall best ground travel provider both in the U.S. and in Canada, and the best train line, Amtrak won big. So, I mean, I guess there's Via Rail in Canada. I guess if they were actually considering Canada as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Via... You have the Rocky Mountaineer. Uh, That's right? in both. The U.S. and Canada. You have Brightline. Brightline down in Florida there. Um, I I guess they weren't really... I don't know. Is Brightline considered a commuter rail or like regional rail? Because it... it... I think they're building a regional rail right now. But hmm. right now it's uh, commuter is all they really have. So yeah. So the top the top, uh, top five technically yeah, are, take all, me through are all Amtrak. But, um, but yeah. So yeah, here we go for the... Uh, uh, for the best uh, train lines. Now, now wait a minute. I gotta say this too. I think I was trying to find out like why they chose these ones or like what, like what was the criteria? Yeah, what the criteria was, what they were judging these routes on. Um. Yeah. So this says here, um, one of them was that 
these routes provided the best service to travelers in their opinions. Okay? Okay. So, so let's get into it then. So, I said there was, the title is six, but it's the top five, but there was a tie for number five. So. So it's six. So it's technically six. But the tie for number five is the Amtrak Illini service. Okay. Which, between... which, yeah, which correct me, I think that is, if I'm wrong, that is the line between Chicago and Carbondale, specifically in that direction. Yes. Okay. That is the Illini. Because the Saluki is the one that goes north, technically. They change the names. What is a, yes. what is a Saluki? What is a Saluki? <laughs> what is a let's, Saluki? Let's look this up. Yeah. What What is a Saluki? I, it's I'm... a dog. It's a dog? It's a dog breed. I've never heard of that. The Saluki is a standardized breed oh developed gosh. from sight hounds. Dude. Dogs that hunt no. primarily by sight rather than scent. Dude, that's that dog from the uh, Instagram things that go... Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what it looks like. Yes. That's exactly what it looks like. I don't know if that's exactly what it is, but it has the long snout like that with, with uh, Miss Piggy sitting in the kermit or whatever that, <laughs> whatever that is okay so so the amtrak saluki was uh tied for number five um I the saluki was tied for number five. Oh, i'm sorry the illini service see the we, illini service see, we get we get sidetracked yes <laughs> so amtrak illini service number five um the the uh other one that was number five that was tied with it was the amtrak down easter which that is the uh, Boston, north of Boston service, I guess, up to Maine and through uh, parts of New Hampshire as well. Never been on that line. Um, we'll be up there in that area, though, here soon. Who knows? Yeah, we, we will. We might, might just hop on that train. So, number four, which this is where it gets kind of interesting. We're going back to talking about the Saluki because number four was the Amtrak Saluki, which is the northbound a counterpart, counter train, whatever you want to call it, of the Illini service, which is technically the same train and the same route, just in the other direction. So you have one train on one route is number five. Five. Yeah. And then the other is number four. But the one that tied in number five didn't tie with its counterpart. <laughs> it tied with a whole different line. This is confusing. You would think that, you know, they would just either group the Illini and Saluki as one line, pretty much. They could have called it, like, you know, the Illini and the Saluki at number five, and then the Down Easter at number four, but it doesn't make sense to me, because it's, it's the same line. Unless it, has, well, unless it has better service going north, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but also, the city of New Orleans goes through most of that route, too. That is true. <laughs> which which is very weird because I I'll spoil it right now I guess none of these are overnight trains or long distance trains all of these uh, trains are considered regional regionals so it's kind of weird okay um, so let's go on to number three number three is the Keystone service which runs between it's the electric uh, line between uh, Harrisburg and Philadelphia through the uh, oh. wonderful Amish country. Man, yeah, if you want to see the Amish, take the Keystone. Yeah. So, that's I mean, that's that's probably a good line. A lot of a lot of people, a lot of 
government people taking it between Harrisburg and Philly over to the Northeast Corridor. Makes sense. And, yeah. it, and Amtrak only runs that line. It's it's only Amtrak on that line. There's no freight or anything to interfere with it. Number two, uh, Bryson. This is um, one of your services that you like. Am I going to guess number two as Amtrak's Hiawatha? Oh, yes. Number two is the Amtrak Hiawatha service. Between... Milwaukee and Chicago. Yes. Like, what is that? Luke, like an hour and 20 minute ride, if that? Uh, hour and a half, hour and actually. A half? Yeah. What were you going to ask me? Um, well, I was going to correct us. Oh, okay. So, the Saluki and the Illini. Oh, did we have it backwards? Um, well, no. The Saluki and the Illini run both ways. It's just, the Saluki is the morning train southbound... And the early train northbound. And the morning oh, train northbound. okay. And the Illini is the afternoon train southbound and the afternoon train northbound. Hmm. That makes so, it, that really doesn't make sense, son. So it really doesn't make sense at all. Uh, but going back to the Hiawatha. Yeah. We have taken the Hiawatha. Yeah. Together, I think, and together, yes, and separately. I've taken it by myself a few times. Living in the Milwaukee metropolitan area, I think it's a great resource um, to get not only down to Chicago, but also, you know, we're planning a trip coming up here soon. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite parts about the Hiawatha is that it has a station at the Milwaukee airport. Very convenient. So, if you want to take the train out to a different part of the country, you can go park your car at the Milwaukee airport, mm-hmm. get on the train, or get on a plane, go do whatever you're doing, and then take the opposite service back, and you will arrive back in the same parking lot. Mm-hmm. Hey, you remember when we took it? Uh, we took it north at one point. This is this is this was before. I think you moved to the uh, Milwaukee area. Um, yes, it was. Yeah. It was actually to scout out downtown Milwaukee. Yeah, just to just to check some things out. I found a little brewery. We just that was oh, you know yes. Remember that that was technically a sidetrack because we didn't have that planned at all. We just said, hey, let's take a let's take a little ride up to Milwaukee on Amtrak. Um, yeah, but I remember. I'm sure you remember this too, about the. Uh, the, the Milwaukee Airport train uh, station? About the Milwaukee Airport train station. So Yes. <laughs> so we had to go around a uh, disabled uh, Canadian Pacific train. I'm assuming it was disabled because it wasn't moving and, you know. Yeah, yeah, trains are, yeah probably. Freight trains are pretty good at doing that in front of the Amtrak trains. <laughs> so we're just assuming it was disabled. And uh, the conductor says, okay, we're coming up to whatever. What's it called? Glenn Mitchell Airport or International Airport yep. uh, uh, stop. Yeah. And we're, I don't know what track number it is because my my head, my brain thinks Pennsylvania Railroad uh, track We numbers. were on the easternmost track, or the westernmost no, track. Yeah, we were on the west track heading north. But the issue is at the airport stop, the uh, platform is on the east side of the track, and there is only one platform, and that's the only platform. So you, they, the trains have to be on that uh, east, on that east side, on that track. And we're coming in, and the 
conductor, <laughs> like, he said something about, like, oh, we're going to disembark from the left side of the train. And we're like, okay, that was our first time riding up there, so we didn't, we didn't know. We weren't getting off at that stop anyways, but I guess we switched over at some point, too. And we get to the stop. But we were looking, yeah. we were looking out the left-hand window. I'm like, there's no platform here. There's no platform <laughs> like... there. So it's like, because there's multiple runs per day, it's like the conductor does that run like he didn't know that there was no platform like they were just gonna let people off on the uh, ballast (laughs) must have been a trainee must have been so two (sighs) is the hiawatha two is the hiawatha now bryson we were talking about this earlier i didn't uh get the number one i didn't get the number one with him um he was trying to guess it but he couldn't guess it yeah, but, I'm still do not know what number one is. Give me your hints again. It was so in the northeast. It's in the northeast. It's uh, regional, technically. Um, okay. I'll give you. A, I mean, I could give you a really, really, really big hint if you want. Does it go on the corridor? No. Well, no, no. not the northeast corridor. No. Oh, Empire Service. It does go on the Empire Service uh, corridor, if you want to call it that uh maple leaf it is the maple leaf okay wow one of the uh, very few amtrak trains that cross over into canada this one crossed it but it didn't for a while didn't for a while i think it it just started crossing into canada like last week no 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 that's um that year or is that the adirondack yeah you're thinking of the adirondack that's the one that was just brought back uh the maple leaf oh, the maple okay. leaf one has been uh back for a little while here but 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 still um yeah, it's one of the very few Amtrak trains. I think there's only three of them. You've already named the other one. The Adirondack, the Maple Leaf, and then over in uh, Washington State, what, what what's that one called? Cascades. But it's, it's the Cascades still? Okay. Yeah. They just Cascades. have one that goes over into a Vancouver. This one goes to Toronto. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah. Maple Leaf, Maple Leaf. Yeah, this one goes to Toronto so- and it crosses over into Canada at Niagara Falls. And then, uh, uh, okay. then what? The Adirondack goes to uh, Montreal. Montreal, yes. Yeah. But according to that, I guess there's a lot of people traveling between New York City and Toronto, amazingly. It's kind of weird. Cause it even, and I'm looking... Because it even says, like, here are the six best train lines in the U.S. And it's like, yeah, well, I guess. But technically that one goes into Canada. Wait. And I'm looking at the schedule. It's a weird and schedule. And it looks like... But it, it looks like there's a decent amount of service to different stations throughout the oh, yeah. route, oh, yeah. right? Like, there's a decent amount of stations I, up there in Canada that it stops at. So you could even use this as a commuter service yeah. to go from, like, St. Catharines into Toronto or Oakville into Toronto. Yeah, I've thought about it. But I think they have GoRail up there, too. This yeah, commuter. so the GoRail starts... Uh... I don't want like rail fans and foamers to be like you know yelling at me that I'm wrong. It I'm looks wrong. like Go Rail goes to Niagara. <laughs> I was, I was gonna, Go Rail goes to Niagara. I was going to say I think it goes to Niagara Falls. So technically, if you wanted, you could just drive your car over and then get on a Go Rail and get to Toronto at Niagara Falls, or you could buy, or you could use this train. But there's only one, you know, each way. Go ahead. But if you live in Grimsby, this is the only station or the only service that you have. In Grimsby, Ontario, hmm. is the Maple Leaf. Hmm. Uh, St. Catharines and Niagara Falls both have Go. 
and the the Lakeshore West line. <laughs> and then Toronto, Oakville, and Burlington all have the same, the Lakeshore West line and the Via Rail Quebec City to Windsor corridor. And then there's a lot of stuff in Toronto, obviously. Yeah, I've I've been thinking about taking a trip up to Toronto there since I'm a little closer to the area now. At some That'd be a fun at trip. some point. I mean Yeah, it should it would be fun. I that's why I was thinking about taking the maple leaf, but like I said, you only got that one time option and I think it gets into Toronto at like eight thirty PM, so it's like eh, it's not too uh Yeah. It's not too uh uh attractive, I guess, to take that option but driving up to niagara falls and then crossing into the border and then getting a go transit train i haven't looked at the scan at the schedules but i'm sure that's a little bit better because i really want to go to uh what's the amusement park up there uh that is canada's wonderland Canada's wonderland that is we were we were talking about doing a trip up there, yeah so that, that, that we'll have to do that that is a is a uh, trip we gotta do up there, and then I also want to go to the uh, Canada, uh, the tra- the railroad, yeah, museum? the railroad museum, then whatever it's called, the Canadian, whatever. It's by the it's by the kid. Uh, uh, what's the tower called? My gosh, I'm having the CN Tower. Having, yeah, CN Tower. Man, I almost called it the uh, the Sears Tower. <laughs> oh, that is. I know it's not even the Chicago. Thing. It's not even called the Sears Tower anymore. But yeah, whatever. Yeah, it'll always be the Sears. Yeah, tower. exactly. Um, okay. So yeah, I guess just to recap, so it was a tie for fifth, the Illini service and the Downeaster. Four was the Saluki, which is the same route as the Illini. Number three was Keystone service. Number two was the Hiawatha. And number one was the uh, Maple Leaf. That is quite the interesting list. Yeah, I thought so. And we are both fairly avid Amtrak travelers, so... Mm -hmm. Maybe in some future episodes, we'll talk about our past travels, and heck, maybe we will even record some live travels. That would be fun. Oh, that'd be interesting. Because we do have some trips planned coming up. Yep, we already have one set in stone. Yes. And we got another one uh, that we're planning on. So, you said that there was also a article about freight railroads, kind of. Yeah. Was that the same Thrillist? No, this is... This is from uh, AAR, so AAR, so the Association, Association of American, American Rail- Railroads. Yeah, it was just a little rankings that I found, which is kind of cool. It's from 2017, so a little, little outdated, but and probably nothing has really changed that much. Um, no, to, be, to be honest, it's not like we're, it's not like we're building railroads left and right in the U.S. these days. <laughs> um, so yeah, railroads, freight railroads by state. Um, I guess let's let's do the uh, let's do the top five. How about that? Okay. Um, shocker. Um, there is a tie for fourth. So they so it's like it goes from six to four, four, three, two, one. So they counted. Uh, we'll just say fifth. Okay, because it was it was a tie. But anyways, so is this amount of so this is the freight railroads? So this is the number of freight railroads in each state. Okay. So I'll give you the number of railroads. You give me the state if you know if you okay. can, if you if cool. you can figure it out. We'll see how smart you are. So <laughs> I'll just call this. So tied for fourth, both of these states have 
41 railroads in them. Now, I'm assuming that is... That, that includes, like, short lines and all this other crazy stuff, you know? Not just, like, the class ones. Yeah. So, I don't really know. That's kind of weird. 41, that seems like a lot for these states, though, still. Well, there's a lot of short lines out there, Luke. Yeah, it's true. And industrial railroads. And, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah if, you, yeah, if you're counting those little, like, switcher railroads for industrial places. Okay, so, huh. both of these railroads... Uh, or both these states have 41 railroads. What are those two states? Would one of them be Minnesota? <laughs> no, Minnesota's not even in the top 10. Minnesota, uh, let's see, you said Minnesota. Let's see where Minnesota actually is on this list. Because it lists all 50 states. Um, let's see, Minnesota, Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota was tied for 19th. With, oh, man. with with New Jersey, Minnesota really? Minnesota only has eighteen railroads. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I expected more Minnesota. Thanks a lot. Okay. If you wanted to, if you wanted to know, uh, Hawaii is in last place with zero railroads. No railroads in Hawaii. No way. Yeah. Really. Yeah, that's a little tidbit for you. Okay. Is second to last place Alaska with two? Uh no. Alaska is actually third from last place. Rhode Island. Rhode Island is second to last. Well, actually, Rhode Island and Alaska are technically tied. They have one railroad each. So I'm guessing Rhode Island's railroad is Amtrak. (laughs) But Alaska also has Skagway and Yukon. Yeah, I wonder how this works. That's what I mean. I wonder how it works. Well, that is a tourist railroad. That's true. So okay, okay. Back to the back to the. We're getting off track. Back we're getting sidetracked. Topic. We're getting sidetracked. What's number? What's <laughs> number? What's tied for fourth with two states? I'm gonna take a wild guess, like uh, Arkansas. <laughs> Dude, you're not even now. Arkansas is 14th. They have 23. Oh my! Come gosh. on, man. Think. Ohio. Ohio is one of those states. Good. What's the other? Ohio supremacy. What's the other state? Michigan? No. Michigan is tied for 8th with 28 railroads. Nebraska? No. I don't even see Nebraska on here. <laughs> yeah, probably. Not. Where is Nebraska? Uh, Hold on. Is it like Hold on, let me, Georgia? Hold on, let me find Nebraska. No, it's not Georgia either. Nebraska has 9 railroads tied for 35th. Oh my gosh. Uh, okay. Florida. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> think geographically railroad geographically where geographically. are all of the railroads where do they all where are all of the railroads indiana indiana there you go indiana also that was too easy number three what is number three has four number has three. 49 railroads keep in that stay um, in that same area <laughs> illinois, illinois. Number two has 52 railroads. Oh, my gosh. Texas? It is Texas because it's a big state. Makes makes yeah. sense. It'd be number two. Now, number one. Number one that has 60 Pen- railroads. Pennsylvania. That is correct. I think Pennsylvania also has the most short-line railroads in the country, too, technically. I remember. Well, I remember sense. Trains Magazine had a 
anything about that. That was oh, yeah, really? it was probably a long time ago when I actually read them, but <laughs> Huh. <laughs> but yeah. You should you should probably pick up Trains magazine. It's a good Yeah. Good publication. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But yeah, Pennsylvania has the most number of railroads. Um so let's do the top three for most rail miles in each state. So we'll do okay. top three. So number three has five thousand one hundred and thirty two miles. That's probably one of the same. Illinois. Not Illinois. Illinois has more miles. Um, Who would be the Pennsylvania? No. Pennsylvania? Nope. nope. Texas. No. <laughs> well, uh, Ohio. Ohio. Ohio's number three. Just gotta remember, man, Ohio was like the crossroads of like every railroad. Because it was, I don't know, it just seems like every railroad on their way west to to uh, uh, Chicago all went through Ohio. You mean like how Dushler, Ohio is the crossroads of the B&O? Yeah. Dushler, Ohio. Wow. Yeah. What? Fostoria. Fostoria, Fostoria. Uh, Berea. There's a lot of stuff there. Is that how you say it? Berea? Berea? I, don't know. I thought it was Berea, yeah. but whatever. I don't know. Ohio people are just weird. I don't care about the Browns. Ohio people are just weird to begin with. I can say, hey, hey, I can say that. I lived in Ohio for a little bit. So. I grew up in Ohio. Yeah, so, yeah, we both suck. you be. That's why we are the way we are. Okay, so you did say the other two. So second with 7,151 total miles is Illinois, which makes sense because they all went to uh, Chicago. And number one is Texas because it's the biggest state. A whopping 10,506 miles. Oh, my god. That's a lot. Um, Let's see if there's anything else that you can – that's kind of interesting what they say here. Yeah. Not really. Uh, well, Shocker. well, Texas has the uh, biggest freight rail wages by state. I don't know what that means. Wages do not... I, I guess so. I guess that's where the most employees... I mean, I guess it makes sense. That's where the most employees are. So, Texas. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. There's None of these other lists on here are interesting. But, yeah. Well, as you brought up... What I bring up? (laughs) There were some storms yesterday up here in the upper and middle Midwest. Yeah. Yesterday was March 31st, 2023. Yeah. It was. Which... Which is also the name of the tornado outbreak. The tornado outbreak of March 31st through April 1st. Makes sense. 2023. My parents in Indiana just got power back on because of this storm. So, this was a system that basically, you know, we were seeing it. The Storm Prediction Center was, you know, watching it track throughout the country and giving some some pretty big um you know warnings you know and i'm uh, sure the torcon value was through the roof yeah they had a they they had a very 
very interesting convective outlook for March 31st, and two, including two high-risk areas. Um, one of those was up basically between Davenport, Iowa, and Quincy, Illinois. And the other was down uh, a little bit east of Little Rock, so from Pine Bluff, and it included the city of Memphis. Yeah. Those were just the high-risk areas. Yeah, um, they just went north of Memphis. Yeah. And then surrounding that entire area, going throughout most of the width of the United States, was a moderate risk, um, including you know Lafayette, Indianapolis, Indiana, mm-hmm. Springfield, Illinois, St. Louis. Little Rock was included there. And then your enhanced, slight, and marginal risks throughout mm-hmm. there. Where I live in wisconsin was in the slight risk um i actually <laughs> during this storm system drove from the slight risk into the enhanced risk area smart um smart <laughs> not for purposes involving the uh-huh. storm but i was definitely inside of it oh i i want to say something but <laughs> i'm not going to let you <laughs> anyways We'll just touch on some of the That's crazy what she said. things. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, so I actually sent you a video of a storm chaser who saw one of these. Yeah. Um, basically a shelf tornado. A wedge tornado, too. Wedge tornado. That was, Yeah, that yeah. was it. Wedge yeah. tornado. That went from Ottumwa, Iowa, which we have both we have, been to we on have, Amtrak. Our feet were on the ground in Ottumwa before. Our feet have been on the ground in Ottumwa, Iowa yep. before. Oh, you know, um, yep. That went to Kyoto, you know, Iowa. Uh, you know, uh, sidetrack moment. That is where that one conductor got on. Uh, the the older female that was, like, from, like, Russia or something. Oh, with... one of your favorite Amtrak Yeah, because she has... That's a crew yeah, change. She has, yeah, she has such an awesome voice. It's so funny. She's, like, so mellow tone, but, like, kind of funny on the, uh, on the, uh... Uh, speaker system yeah the PA, PA system, system. Yeah. oh yeah she is great I forget her name but uh, hats off to you okay <laughs> so that that looks like it was an EF4 um, for the enhanced Fujita rating. Fajita Fajita <laughs> Fujita um, there was an EF3 that was west northwest of Little Rock Arkansas to Jacksonville um, there was one storm because I was actually, I'm, I'm one of those weird people that will watch the Weather Channel, like, when this happens, because, I don't know. Oh, you were watching the Weather Channel? I was, I was watching Ryan Hall, y'all's, <laughs> uh, live coverage of this storm as it was it... happening. After I got back from my priorities in the enhanced risk yeah, area. Yeah, I was, I was watching the Weather Channel. Um, the guy that was on there uh talking about it so there were two people they were going back and forth it was a guy and a, and a girl uh the lady was talking about all of the severe storms in the midwest and the upper midwest around your area and then he would talk about the ones down in the southeast so like the memphis one of that stuff so they okay. would just go like back and forth for like 10 minutes they would just talk without stopping he was kind of interesting to listen to one of his favorite phrases to say was run to your safe place like now yeah i i get it it's 
he's probably all jacked up and hyped up because this is what he lives for and that's his job to to like hype it up but man he said that so many times where like you could play like a <laughs> drinking game where you take a shot every time you say run to your safe place i'm like sitting there i'm like oh my gosh run to your safe place run to your safe place but i really miss dr greg forbes and uh uh jim cantori oh my jim oh cantori. my gosh oh, dr yeah. greg forbes man he was when you saw dr greg forbes on tv you knew that stuff was going down the severe <laughs> weather was happening i could listen to dr yeah. greg forbes all day but yeah the one the one tornado well it wasn't one tornado it was actually just one supercell um made its way from arkansas into tennessee it was like he was putting the the range on it It was like 82 miles or something and it and it produced at least three or four tornadoes from that same storm in like 82 miles and i think like three like all of them were basically tornado emergencies basically and they were actually picking up the debris ball on the on the radar when it would go through these big towns so yeah that's it's pretty scary. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's just, it's just nuts. I'd well keep in mind. No, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. So, so keep in mind, this is all preliminary. Pre- preliminary. Pre- this is all preliminary information. Yeah. Um, it just happened like 24 hours yeah. ago, but some that I will, you know, hover over. And these are ones that I have seen, you know, personal connections to. There's an EF-1 southwest of Royal Center, Indiana, in Cass County. Uh, Multiple barns and power poles were destroyed or damaged. Um, There was one, actually, to the east of Fort Wayne, Luke. That was an EF-2, kind of near, little, kind of close to where you used to live. What what town did it say it was? Um, Allen. Well, that's Allen County. Well, no, that's Allen County, yeah. Eastern Eastern Fort Wayne to south of Harlan. Where's Harlan? I gotta I gotta pull up a map now. Go ahead, keep talking though. Yeah. Because yeah, that was my that was so my backyard. It, it said it it was an EF two. It damaged. It touched down in Eastern Fort Wayne, causing EF two damage to multiple metal metal storages and homes before oh, progressing wow. into open farmland. Oh wow! Snapping power. Yeah, bolts. that's yeah. yeah, that's that's right on uh Maysville on. On route yeah. from Indiana 37. Yeah, I used to live like... Oh, wow. Yeah, I probably drove through Harlan and like didn't even know it was Harlan. <laughs> oh, you know where that's at? That's the Amish. Oh, that's, that's, that, the that's Amish. that Amish community. Well, hopefully they're okay, I guess. But Well, a pig farm was completely yeah, level. Yeah, that's like right... That's like so. almost halfway between uh, where I lived there on Maysville Road and uh, Hicksville, Ohio. So, yeah. That's so that close. that that one actually lifted and then came back as an EF0 a few minutes later. So it lifted at 2343 UTC yeah. and then 1 minute later at 2344 for one more minute and 1.14 miles touchdown as a uh, EF0. Wow. Yeah, that's so close. other ones one that I kind of uh, have a fun connection to is, like I said, I was driving south from uh, less risk to higher risk, and I drove right near and through Elkhorn, Wisconsin, in Walworth County. Yep. 
And when I drove back through a few hours later, there was a storage facility that was leveled. Uh, not really leveled, but it had a lot of... Its roof was missing, basically. <laughs> um, that was confirmed as an EF-0. It was down for 7 minutes and 6.05 miles. <laughs> uh, storage facility had a large number of roofing materials blown off. And trees were uprooted. Now, the county that I live in, there were three tornadoes that it looked like were heading towards my county. But we had a large cold air mass above our county and they basically dissipated before that they lost the fuel they lost their fuel. yeah there was a ef3 in sullivan indiana which resulted in three deaths and then whiteland indiana uh, i saw some pictures there that's kind of near indianapolis yeah. multiple homes sustained roof damage some had mo- their most exterior walls collapsed uh cell towers damaged and like a whole warehouse was blown across I-65. Wow. Um, I'll actually get to drive through that damage later this week. That would be interesting to see. That was a pretty crazy one. Yeah. And, yeah. Crazy severe weather, man. Yeah, but by the time it got up here in uh, northwestern PA, it was mainly... It it came through about... about 11.30 p.m. Uh, last night, the, the, those storms finally made it to me. Um, it really wasn't, there was no, the wind wasn't too crazy that I could tell. And the rain wasn't that bad either. It was like maybe a heavy downpour for a little bit, but it was the lightning that was really crazy. It was just lightning everywhere and oh, big yeah. crashes of thunder. I was like, holy crap. And then a, a, another another line came through at like 3.30 in the morning. So I have, I have a uh, a NOAA weather uh, radio. Uh, yeah, good. Everybody oh, should have one. It's great, but man, when it's three thirty in the morning, <laughs> when it's three thirty in the morning, and I, it's either like an eighty decibel or a ninety decibel alarm, it's pretty loud. It's very loud, and it, it wakes you up in the middle of the night, and it's just like, oh my god. But yeah, I like. And because I I live close to uh, Lake Erie, a lot of, a lot of the uh, uh, messages and warnings were like small craft advisories and stuff for like the lake yeah. at three thirty in the morning. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I get the same yeah. for Lake Michigan. Those small craft advisories yeah. will get you, man. <laughs> Gotta watch yeah, out for those. Like, what the heck? Three thirty in the morning, waking me up. I after that one, I I went into my kitchen and got a got a rag, <laughs> put a rack around the speaker just to dampen it just a little bit because it was. Just, <laughs> I mean, I could have turned it off, but I'm like, well, what's the point of having it then if you're just gonna turn it off? But I I, I love it. You yeah. should get one too. It was like, you can get I Amazon. I think they were like mine was like eighty bucks. I mean, it's one of the fancier ones, but you could just get a basic one probably for like forty half that price because mine like actually has like the screen and everything like it'll flash red for warning or orange for watch and i think yellow for advisories or whatever color it is it's a pretty neat radio but yeah it kept waking me up last night so here here are some facts from this outbreak preliminary facts but they are so interesting to me especially just like this just I mean, we were tracking it, and we had those Storm Prediction Center outlook, but it kind of was 
just to us as normal, you know, mm-hmm. weather geeks, kind of unexpected mm-hmm. a little bit as to how widespread the system yeah. would be. So the highest winds recorded so far were 170 miles an hour in Martinsburg, Iowa, during the EF4. That's there. almost as fast as a as the, a uh, Union Pacific uh, Jivo, apparently. <laughs> well, no, I don't think the Jivo hit 170, <laughs> but it was close. Um, <laughs> the non-tornadic winds were 83 miles an hour in Lee, Illinois, and Gosport, oh, Indiana. Like, what's what's hurricane force wind at least i had let's has to be at least tropical storm wind let me look that up what's what's hurricane force wind well you looked that up there were 42 plus tornadoes confirmed i heard around 60 preliminary but that's rumors and the max rating was an ef4 it looks like i think there was only one of those yeah it was just that one and a tumwa there were a few ef3s uh, the largest hail was 3.5 inches in Beverly, Oof. Illinois. And my favorite fact through this, the maximum snowfall yeah. or ice ex- ac- ac- accretion, accretion, A-C-C-R-E-T-I-O-N, the maximum snowfall of this storm was 22 inches near Caspian. That's, that's what I love about these uh, early spring storms, because that's usually how it is, you know, like the... the you get all these you get all the severe thunderstorms and the severe weather on the uh warm side of the front but then on the cold side especially more further up north <laughs> you get like a blizzard and snowstorms from it it's just ama- it's just amazing well it snowed yeah, here this spo- morning we we had snow on the back side of the storm it's snowing here tonight let me let me look up and see what my weather looks like we're supposed to get snow tonight yeah, it's 28 degrees. Yeah, there's snow right now, but... And then, here are some of the sadder facts. Looks like there were around 25 fatalities. Four of them were non-tornadic and 87 injuries. Power outages around 766,000 customers. My parents were affected. I know a lot of people in the Indiana the area that were affected. Um, and yeah, and just, just a reminder, as oh we've seen God. some videos today, stay in your safe zone. Yeah. If there's a tornado coming towards you, have a way to receive those warnings. I was just going to, don't be scared. Yeah, I was just be prepared. Say, it's, it's crazy how it's like, you know, this day and age with all technology and stuff. I mean, I know storms, you know, they could be unpredictable at times, but even then, like, I mean, everybody these days has a cell phone that they'll get the warning on their cell phone, usually. Um, yeah. But uh, it's just it's just crazy. To, I mean, it's in the moment, though, you know, sometimes sometimes you have ample warning. Sometimes you don't get a warning or, or you get a warning, I guess, but it's just too late i guess and then you just got boneheads that (laughs) if there's a tornado that you see coming towards you and you are standing in a glass doorway yeah to a business don't stand there and film the tornado that's coming directly at you i mean 
go to an interior wall away from a giant wall of glass and a door to it, the outside It literally world, sucked please. her out. Like, you can see it in the video. Like, she gets sucked out. I mean, she did get, she did get, she didn't die. She got injured. She got pulled she, back I in. Know. I was just like, I mean, it's just like, what are you doing? But I mean, I go out in storms like this too i guess you could be like what are you doing if something you know get caught in the wrong place at the wrong time so yeah can't point too many fingers here but yeah be safe just be safe know what you're doing at least i guess (laughs) or have a plan have a plan yep well luke you think they know what this podcast is going to be about? Uh, trains, roller coasters, and NASCAR. <laughs> Plus, whatever yeah, else we can stations, think about. Uh, drinking, yeah, w- weather, weather, tornadoes, drinking Sheets coffee. It's it's everything here yeah. on the sidetrack. Sleppies, we are thank you. We, we are... we thank you for joining us and until the next time i am bryson and i'm luke and we're the sidetrack sleppies yeehaw